You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Welcome back to Tell Me on a Sunday. I'm so glad that you're back. Uh, You know what? We are going to be okay. We are struggling. I originally had something else planned for this uh, intro, and it just feels really out of touch to not actually talk about what's going on. But um, regardless, I'm really happy that you've got something nice to listen to whether that's this podcast or a sick mix that you made yourself that maybe reminds you of 2004. When things were simple, when we wore low-rise jeans and tried not to talk about the fact that our gut was hanging out. I mean, it was a different time. But here we are. It's 2020. We're trapped inside. Not trapped in the closet. I'm so happy that you're joining me once again. Uh, Obviously, it's been really difficult because of COVID uh, to crank out the right amount of content and also, like, to not be tone deaf to what's going on in the world. Uh... There's a lot of things that are at stake, but there's a lot of things that uh, we should be supporting, which is mainly each other. And also knowing the difference in when to reach out and when to leave people the fuck alone. I think that we all have have to strike that balance. But uh, today my guest is someone that um, I've actually known since I moved to New York. Giuseppe Basilio is uh, one of those kids that is now an adult that... Uh, you may know him from like Newsies or if you watch like The Next Step, uh, he is just a multi-hyphenate, incredible guy. And I'm so lucky that, you know, from a distance, I was like, this kid has so much spunk and so much heart. And I've just gotten to watch him kind of grow in this crazy way in New York City. And, uh, you know him, you love him. I mean, he did Cats, uh... Hello, Dolly, Aladdin. Literally, he's. If you spit, he's been in that Broadway theater. If you, um, he, he's just, he's great, and he's a nice, nice boy. And I love his mom. So today we're releasing this on Mother's Day because we talk about his mom, and I love her and all of the fearless women that are having to really, really try themselves as parents, as people, as wives, as, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
this Mother's Day hits really differently. And while I'm not, you know, interviewing a mother, um, I'm interviewing the product of a fantastic mother. So today, this uh, episode is dedicated to Sonia, and we love you. And here he is, Mr. Giuseppe Basilio. Praise Kalingcho! That's my maiden name, bitch. It's not my name anymore. Uh, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> to the Grace Gillespie Show! I actually have to legally... Can you sit closer to me, possibly? Um, just because that's mine. Um, okay, so... I know, sorry. Um, so here we, we have... Lil Giuseppe. I keep calling, I'll always call you Lil Giuseppe. I'll always think that you're like 16 years old, <laughs> but you're not. Wait, how old yeah, are you now? 20? I'm 22. <laughs> you're such a baby. Um, but you're not, you're like a full grown man. Um, how old were you when you made your first, like, when you did your first professional production of anything? Uh, anything at all? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was probably four or five. <laughs> No, professional, like, oh my god, (laughs) like, I I picture it, I was like, yeah, I was four or five when I did, like, a dinky production of the little, the three little pigs, (laughs) but I, like, killed it, so it's the same as you, um, Um, yeah. No, so it was essentially, it was, a Falstaff, it was an opera in Switzerland at the Royal Theater in... Were you born in Switzerland? Uh, I was born and raised in Switzerland, born in Switzerland, Yeah. (laughs) Um, wow. Mm. Okay. I was born and raised in Switzerland. Um, yeah, moved here when I was well, moved to the states when I was eleven. Casual. Um, can you tell me a story of like because I don't think that you've ever known anything else actually besides performing. Not at all. You don't have any. <laughs> I I literally. I mean, I love to do like many a different things. I would like mm-hmm. to call myself like a Renaissance man of sorts. Just I, name I a know title to... of app Renaissance man. Just right. <laughs> Um, no, I just I just know how to do like many a different things. Okay. But uh, well, mm-hmm. but not like besides one speaking because I have right. to say this I have I have to call this out because it's cuckoo crazy that you can speak how many languages? Six? I can speak six. Yeah, technically six, but seven with a dialect. <laughs> if you can you name them? Yeah, uh, Portuguese, Italian, French, English, German, Swiss German, and Spanish. I like I have trouble with English and then he just taught me some pig Latin but I'm not good at that either <laughs> and then I took Latin in high school like a dingbat and I was like I'm gonna be an attorney and use this and it's like no I cheated off my ex-boyfriend uh, it's what it, not cheated on him cheated off his test thus, <laughs> thus 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 I cannot relate to you but I think it's amazing that you can speak that many languages have you ever have you used them do you oh use yeah them? it's the best actually no it's literally <laughs> the best especially yeah. when people don't know that you speak them languages Oh, mm-hmm. and then they're like talking mm-hmm. to someone, and you're like, "Oh, I, I yeah, know yeah, you're yeah." Saying. Or they're having like a full-on fight in another language, and you're like, "Whoa, this was all about just coffee." Like, it's <laughs> fine. I feel like <laughs> that actually, was... at the, uh, I was at the opera uh, with my mom one day. Uh, why am I at the opera so much? First of all, the way you said that so casually, I was like, mm, "Privilege!" Like, it's just like you're so cool. Anyways, but you were at um, the opera. With I was mom. at the opera. Uh, I think watching Madame Butterfly. Um, and there was this, uh, very old gentleman, Brazilian gentleman, and his very young, um, (laughs) wife slash probably escort. Um, and they were like having a full on fight and she was just ripping him apart and she was like gorgeous, but (laughs) her mouth 
the way these words just came out so viscerally at him. Oh, wow. it was it was it was awful. Um, You're like, this is a scene. But yeah, no, literally. And so I like, I, and so my mom like turned around to me, <laughs> and she was like, Sebi, you're gonna talk to me in German now. I was like, yes, good. And so that's what we did oh, for the rest so of the opera. You would not give <laughs> away that yeah, you. Yeah, no, because that was like, go. yo, because they were literally like, um, oh, you, you always like leave me in the hotel when you go out and work, <laughs> and nah, 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 and you never leave me with any money to go shopping, oh. and blah blah. Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Whoa. Also, the idea that you're watching an opera and listening to an opera is freaking funny. Like, just, like, you're like, okay, so I'm taking notes, but all I can think about are the people behind me. Um, it's bizarre. Yeah. Wait, do you, so, do you go see operas a lot? No. <laughs> the one time I happened to work in an opera and the one time I happened to go see an opera. Got it. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So you mentioned your mom, and I have to talk about your mom for a second because um, she's going to listen to this, yeah. I hope. Um, Sonia, she... It, how would you describe your mom? Uh, <laughs> really hardworking. Uh, yeah. Crazy, because we all are. Mm-hmm. Artists and our family, we're just insane. Um, and yeah, she's, she's probably the hardest working woman I know. She moved from Brazil when she was like 20... 122 with 50 bucks in her pocket and two bags to Switzerland. Okay, first of all, is that not the beginning of Act Two of Annie? Three bucks, two bags, one me? Like, (laughs) hello, thank you. Love your work, Sonia. Not the same, but I feel it. Right. Um, That's amazing. Wow. And she has a ballet studio in New York. Yep, she has a ballet studio. That's why you are the way you are. You know that, right? Yeah. Like, like you're so. Fucking good. <laughs> like you're good on your own. Like you, you know, you you work on your technique and you know your body so well at this point. But like seeing her work with her students and her work with like my husband and like you, it's just like she knows her shit. Mm. Like it's it's amazing to watch. But like I love how often you're probably the person I see the most in Times Square. Even if I don't say hi to you, like I will pass you <laughs> so much that I'm like he's on his way to work. Like I know he's on his way to work. Or I see you with the dog. Or I see you with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> so often that cute freaking dog um because you lived in Times square for like a hot minute yeah i lived there for seven years i lived right on 48th and 8th at the riz plaza from the time i was like 14 till i was 19 you were living in the hotel not the ritz carlton uh, okay, okay but okay. the ritz plaza, plaza. yeah very I, I can see that yeah yeah but you so you would say that like your hub is hell's kitchen that's that's literally what I know. Do you that's have like 100%. a Hell's Kitchen story where you're like, this is my home? Um, honestly, I know every crackhead on the street. That's when I beautiful. walk past them and they know me, it's pretty oh, great. You're like that. <laughs> this is my community. I'm literally like, because <laughs> like 43rd and 8th. Yeah. Like that was where the ballet school used to be. Yes. And yes. literally that corner now they're doing like construction and they they tearing down that whole building. That's why we had to move. Oh, um, fair, fair, fair. But now it's become like even worse. I'll be walking into like Carve on yeah. 40, 40, what is it? They have two two locations, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so I know the owner, I know their son, like their son, their everybody who works there. And I'm like, yo, how's the one, man? How, how's he doing? He's doing good. <laughs> yeah, he's married now, back in, you know, yeah. I don't know where, where they're from. Well, because I, I feel like a lot of people, like, especially like us, like we have this like southern upbringing of like small town i have my understanding of what a community is everyone that comes to new york if they're not born here has an understanding of what their little community is even if you lived in a big city 
Mm. Your community is literally the like the biggest city, like it's the hub of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. Like yeah. your your understanding of life is like within, yeah, the the Broadway community and like the Hell's Kitchen area. Yeah. I can't. I just I can't. And what's crazy also is like I well whenever I work uh, at any theater, mm-hmm. um, and I I'll just like walk past other theaters and I'll like say hi to the stage door guys and the stage door ladies and I'll be like, mm-hmm. "What's up, y'all? How you doing? Here, you know, here's some donuts. <laughs> it's cool. nice. Yeah. So it's like literally your your idea of apartment hopping is when you jump from show to show. Yeah. That's your A version Broadway of gypsy, gypsy housing. Depends. Yeah. Uh, which. By the way, we're not using that word in a negative oh, way. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not checking you. I just mean like I just want to clarify that I'm whatever. Anyways, Damon's like I'm good. Fuck. Um, can you tell? <laughs> can you tell me a story about your Broadway debut? Because I think people always love to hear about Broadway debuts. Oh my god. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I was 14. Um, I was doing Billy Elliot. Uh, it was really cool. I, I don't think I remember much from that experience. Um, I think I blocked a lot of it out. <laughs> wow. It was it was just like it was just so much. It yeah. was so much at such a young age. It was like I, I remember a lot of pieces, but literally some some people will like bring up a crazy story. I'll mm-hmm. be like, I, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> wow. That's insane. Because well, when you're young. Everything's just happening to you. Right. You're not like, oh, let me journal this or like, let me record it. By the way, we didn't have the same phones we have now. No. So there's no Instagram story archive of the day that you did this. Right. So you probably have better stories from your family about what you were doing than yeah. you do in your brain. Yeah. I don't really have a great like Broadway debut story. I just have like a funny, crazy, um, also relating back to like languages, English mix up. Mm-hmm. Story. Uh, I was in rehearsal in Chicago. I think this might have been my like first rehearsal before I had my debut in Chicago. This okay. was like my major company rehearsal. Mm-hmm. So everyone just had like the speech. They gathered everyone around. They're like, "All right, who's playing what role?" Everybody say their name. Blah 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 blah. blah. Julian Web. Uh, yeah, Julian Weber. He turns around to me and he's like, "All right, Seppi, you ready?" And I say, "Yes, put it in me." And the whole company <laughs> bursts out laughing. I mean, there was no stopping. This laughed for a solid five minutes, and I was just standing there like, what? What? What happened? And finally, <laughs> like five years later, someone came up to me and he was like, yo, remember when this happened? And I was like, no. Oh, man. I did remember. But at the time, I didn't yeah. know English. So I didn't know what messed up. But when they brought it up five years later... You knew. I know. What were you trying to say? Put me on? Like, let's go. I was just trying to say, like, yeah. I mean, that is also what that exclamation means. that's saying... Put it saying, in me also means let's go. It does. Just it really so, does. like, we're aware. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, feel free to use that anecdote anytime you're on a date. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just be like, hey, girl. <laughs> Remember that one time I was 14? <laughs> I made my Broadway debut. Honestly, full disclosure, it's the best thing you could possibly do. It um, because you jump from show to show mm-hmm. all the time. Like, I... No offense, but I never feel bad for you. And <laughs> I never... I love you so much, but I've never been like, I hope just stuff is okay. <laughs> because, because literally, I'll just... 
turn my head and I'll be like, oh, he's in a different playbill. Good for him. <laughs> you're so, but that, that's, a, it's a testament to like how hard you work. You're fantastic. You're great to work with. You're a sweet guy. Um, can you tell me a story? Cause I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but can you tell me a story of when like you've gone from one show to the next and you're like, I, I, I just learned this or like, I, I'm having to learn something new, but this is still in my body from the last thing I did. Like you jump from thing to thing. Can you tell me a story of like having to learn something new all the time? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I have, I have a couple of those. Um, even just last week. Okay. Actually, three days ago. Okay. I was literally uh, just jumping from, like, let's say the Hamilton Company in Chicago to the Hamilton Company on Broadway. There's, like, so many major, like, details that are just so different. And so there's... They, oh, they're for starting real? To, like, yeah. So, like, there's, like, little details oh. that are, like, from here. Nope. Hand turns down. Palms down. You know what I mean? Like, whatever mm. the detail is. Um, uh, but, yeah, that's just, you know, rehearsals and continuity and whatnot. But what's... Um, a crazy story that I have is uh, I was in Billy Elliot uh, again. I was moving from the touring company to Broadway. Mm-hmm. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> About to make my Broadway debut. I'm in rehearsal for three days. The the company, uh, the touring company just got settled in Denver, Colorado. Actually, they were in Denver, Colorado, about to move to Dallas. Oh. Every Billy got sick. One had bronchitis. The other had, like, a, a foot or knee issue to where they, like, had to be off. Mm-hmm. And the other guy was, like, getting over a cold slash getting another one. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of sick, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> that guy, we don't talk anyway, about that. We don't know which ones those are. Thomas was a fuck-up. Right. Anyway. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. No, but, uh, so they had, they literally, after three days of rehearsal, intense rehearsal, they were like, all right, great. So forget everything you just learned. Uh, we're gonna send you back out on the tour so that we have extra coverage and hopefully in two weeks you can come back oh how old were you I was 13 oh my gosh (laughs) so you're like okay (laughs) alright great and they literally gave me the call during rehearsal wow alright cool someone just erase everything I think people don't realize because even now just you saying that like Chicago and uh, New York were different about Hamilton people don't realize that there is a difference in the tour and a Broadway company massive difference especially yeah. especially in Billy Elliot because the touring company didn't have any of the groundwork like coming up so oh. on Broadway we had the like house the house structure or whatnot came mm-hmm. out of the ground and just came like all the way up mm-hmm. uh, on tour they brought everything out from the sides right because they so, had to be able to move it, right? Yeah, on Broadway, I had to l- I had literally a 15-second window to get from stage left all the way downstairs into my bed, change clothes, like a fi- like a, literally a 15-second window. It was insane. And then, we're coming up. Wow. Yeah. That is, yeah, it's bizarre, because I think that people go, well, if it's on tour, it's not as good as Broadway. First of all, go phone mm-hmm. all. That's not true. Um, but mm-hmm. the difference is... Because the shows also the shows also aren't going to make the mistake of casting people who aren't going to represent the show well. Right. Most of the time, hopefully. Yeah. Right. You know. No, no, no. Right. I get it. But, yeah, yeah. So, Everyone has the their thing, own. Like, right. Even touring companies can sometimes be better than long-running Broadway companies because yeah, shit gets tired. <laughs> it's that. It's also like, what if someone who's absolutely incredible, like Christy Altamore, I saw her in Spring Awakening mm-hmm. on the tour, and I was like, this girl. 
it's gonna be. And like, it was years before I saw her on Broadway. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, yeah, you are always fantastic. Like, it's not, just because you're seeing a tour doesn't mean you're seeing a lesser version of a thing. Exactly. So like, shut yeah. up. Um, like really just shit on everyone today. It's, <laughs> I don't know what I, I just had a, like a cup of broth. It's very spicy. I got the spicy Nona. Maybe I'm spicy Nona. Name of Ep, spicy Nona. Uh, brought to you by Brodo. It's my favorite place in the world. Um, <laughs> tell me. Also, did you put your broth in a coffee cup? Okay, first of all, let me explain to you who what Ooh, Brado is. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Because you need to know. You deserve to know. It's oh. for the, I'm doing this for the people. Um. So Brodo is a broth place in the West Village. They just, as I heard while I was in there, they've added a fifth location. First of all, didn't even know they had two. Okay, Brodo, glow up. Anyways, I've been going there for years. They make broth and they put all these like funky ingredients in it and you you take it to go. So it's literally like you're holding coffee, but mm. really it's just spicy, delicious broth. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it because I also look like a cool person. Like I don't drink coffee, so I'm always very self-conscious of the fact that I'm always like slurping a water bottle or something. Right. Like everyone's like with their coffee cup, like pinky out, like <laughs> hand folded over the thing. This is how freaking like bizarre I am. I'm just like, I wish I were a cool person with a coffee cup. And then when I was like, oh, I can have broth in my hand and no one will know. <laughs> God, brought to you by Brodo. Um, That's amazing. Well, now everyone knows your secret. They know my secret, and also, <laughs> but I. But also, you don't. Full really disclosure: care. I own equity in the company, so that's what this is about. Um, I love them so much. Hashtag but, Brodo. Hashtag Brodo. Fuck, we talked about Brodo too long. Damon cut all of this. <laughs> I gotta take a second and tell y'all about my personal training coaches, Steve and Rachel Payne at House of Pain. I've been doing their workout programs, let's say three years, and they shape bodies. And yes, they prepare people to compete in bodybuilding shows, which some of it's your jam, it's not my jam. What I love about them is that they understand the look that I want tone, fit, something that's sustainable for my lifestyle. They create a custom individual plan that includes my workouts, my cardio, and my nutrition. I do their online program, but when I'm in Atlanta, I do one-on-one -on -one training with them at their facility, and it kicks my ass. They FaceTime me whenever I have questions, alter my plan when needed, and no matter what stage you want to step on, competition, career, lifestyle, a red carpet, wedding, whatever it is, House of Pain personal training is the most personal training you can get. Visit their website, trainwithpain, T-R-A-I-N with P-A-Y-N-E dot com for more details. Um, can you tell me a story? Because even though we hate telling these stories, I think that we find catharsis in them. Can you tell me a story of when you thought you'd get something and didn't? Oh, thousands <laughs> of times. Oh my God. I think any actor can, can attest to this because mm -hmm. you, you show up to an audition, you're so ready, you're killing it, you prepared, you did all the work and then nothing. Yeah. And I think that's just like, there's nothing you can do about that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, it, it, there's so many factors that go into, into casting like an actor or anything for that matter. Um, like it has if, nothing if, to do with you. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, you show up and you don't have anything prepared and you just like, it, it happens. Mm -hmm. It absolutely happens. Mm -hmm. Um, you try not to let it happen, but it happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. So do you have a time where that happened and you were like, oh, I, I thought, but I thought this was my thing? Yes. <laughs> do you feel comfortable um, telling me? I, I guess, um, oh, 
Yeah. Super simple thing. I walked in for, um, what was his name? Uh, Associate Director for News, Newsies? Richie. Richie. Okay. Uh, Richie, sorry, Richie Hines. Ricky, yeah, there we go, Ricky Hines. I, wonderful dude, amazing. I, I, this was like when I was like 18, probably. Mm-hmm. I walked in for Saturday Night Fever at the Longquit. Uh-huh. He was like directing and, and choreographing. Mm-hmm. And I walked in and I was like, I got this in the bag. It's a dance call. You know, I'm feeling confident. Mm-hmm. It's Saturday Night Fever. I'm going to walk up in here with the fever. Oh my God. <laughs> and I didn't hear anything. After the actually no worse I got cut after the first run <laughs> I was like ah uh, cool yeah <laughs> thanks Ricky yeah shout out shout out to Richard <laughs> J Hines right <laughs> um I you know but it's it's so funny because yeah you are like really freaking good and you can do all the things but sometimes it's like oh I you know I wasn't warmed up or I wasn't mm. um. I wasn't right for this or I didn't partner well or whatever it is like mm. it doesn't have to be like I suck mm. you know um but no I, it's okay and you, you sort of I mean you, you also sort of can like tell usually you can sort of tell like in the room if you're if you're doing well or not like mm-hmm. there's like general rules as an actor I guess you know you walk in and if they make you do it like two or more times Usually that means they're interested. If they make you just do it once, yeah, and they say thank you, either you're a legend, or <laughs> you got cut. Yeah. <laughs> so it's either or, but usually you can like kind of tell if they're like, all right, so you know, let's try it this way this time, mm-hmm. and then they make you do it a third time, and then they make you do it a fourth time, and they're like, all right, so cool, it was really nice to meet you. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, all right, nice, nice, yeah. I feel like the best casting directors like want to get the most out of it Mm. like they've called you in they already you know it's like okay well can I see them do it this way this way okay you know what maybe that's not for them at all but I at least saw them do it all the ways that I wanted to see it when people don't even take the time to do that I'm just like what are you doing in this business like why why are you doing this at all Um, what's what's crazy I think is that it's most of the times when you absolutely hated an audition or you think it went horribly wrong Mm mm-hmm most of the times you sort of nailed it you like got it and yeah. you're like oh wait that's that's crazy or like situational I'm right. talking specifically about uh, mm-hmm. this one audition I walked into for Dead Man Down which I ended up getting it was a movie with Colin Farrell and I forget the lady's name whoops um, anyway another woman another woman yeah it was it was really uh, it was a cool experience though um, I walked into the casting room and I shook the reader's hand who brought me into the room and then I went over to ca- shake the casting director's hand and she's like, I don't shake hands, sit down. Oh. I, I <laughs> damn near shat my pants in that moment. I was like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> but then she made me do it four times and literally the next day I got a call on my birthday and I was like, Aww. yo. This is awesome. That's really cool. So yeah. wait, you filmed this? Yeah. I ended up filming it. I mean, it was I was literally on screen for like two seconds. I was the lead teenager in sunglasses. I like told the girl who to put a bag over her head so we would hook up with her because she was so ugly and like had a scars on her face. The yeah. way you're describing this is not selling me on this movie. I know. And it's know. horrifying me, but well, I will yeah. watch it. So yeah. okay. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. I love that though because like, yeah, sometimes people just don't want to be touched, and it freaks us very, like, um, kind, uh, like, affectionate. affectionate people to be like, oh, they hated me. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, maybe they're just sick. Yeah. Like, maybe they yeah. just don't want to touch 
touch me right now. Yeah. It's fine. Um, it's actually just to elaborate on that. Yeah. Like, I was reading this uh, body language book, the definitive, the definitive book on body language, mm-hmm. and it was talking about how, like, even just geographically, different people have so much like different proximity like um, yes what do you call it proximity distance management whatever you yes want to no call it. it is proximity yeah because so it's like farmer like people in like farmer land they're like way far away and they'll wave at you and that's plenty you know what i mean it, right in italy they're up in your face and touching you so and grabbing close. you and they're like oh my god come here what are you you know like, yeah so it's, it's just different it so is an italian is. meets an american farmer Two people that you know what star-crossed lovers write the musical <laughs> write the musical you choreograph i will uh watch the reading and i will clap you on Duh, um david shut the fuck up with aida i swear to god they announced that they're gonna do the fucking revival and he's like okay so like aida and i'm like oh you're so into aida now bullshit bullshit you're so into aida you're a liar. Um, I've never heard it. <laughs> I've heard like clips, and I heard Sherry Renee Scott is fantastic. But at the same time, I don't know Heather Headley the way you know Heather Headley because she was on the radio. And I digress. Anyways, can't wait to see you in Aida. Is what I'm trying it's to say. It's gonna be great. You're I gonna can't be wait fantastic. To <laughs> I'm going to play Aida. Aida's coming to Broadway 2021. 2021. I don't know if that's true, but you know what? I think Adam Pascal could still come back. So. Can you tell me a story of a time where you were like, well, you kind of did just now, but I want to hear another one, of when you were like, I'm not getting this. Like, I, there's no way that I'm getting this. And then you got it, and then you were like, well, I have to do this. Oh, man. Um, yeah, that was, I mean, that was like the biggest I'm mm. not getting this moment. Um, okay. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I've been pretty good at judging if I got it or not. Wow. Um. Well, cause this has been your job since you were a kid. Yeah. This is like something that you full, like, you know this. Yeah. Game. Yeah, but it's also, I, I, I only learned this pretty late after, like after the start of my career, I think. Um, I was, I'm 18 is pretty young, but when you've been doing it for seven years, you would expect to know. Yeah. Um, it the fact that the second you walk in that room, when you walk out, there's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. And that would eat me alive when I was younger. Aww. It would literally eat me alive. I would walk in and I would walk out and I'd be like contacting my agent all the time and I'd be like, so, have you heard anything? Is it something? You know? And, <sighs> it, you know, it, it just doesn't work out like that. You yeah. gotta walk in and walk out and completely forget it ever happened. And mm-hmm. you, and actually, uh, Ben Fankhauser told me something incredible that I will cherish to this day every, uh, as long as I live. He said, said, auditioning is your job. If you get a job from auditions, that's a bonus on your paycheck. <laughs> I After that, my whole world changed. I was able to just walk in and like, you know, mm-hmm. do what I had to do and then walk out and be like, great, on to the next one. Let's go. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, it, it kind of helps you kind of have closure. So thanks, Ben. It. I appreciate you, bro. <laughs> he is, dude. He is good at singing. Jeez. He should do that all the time. <laughs> he should really never stop singing. That's in, unbelievable. I think that I was physically, emotionally, and maybe menstrally changed when he poor guys had, and when he does, mm-hmm. ma, 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 uh-huh. I'm like, you, sir, <laughs> change the game. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but like. Play that clip over and over and over again, and because there were all these like weird 
uh, newsy videos, like from Playbill. Do you remember those? I yep. They were good. I'm on there. Stop. Okay, uh-huh. really? For yeah. Me? Okay. Well, we will roll that tape on this for sure. I am. I, I think I'm on there because they did. They did a, a version of like all the covers mm-hmm. who covered Davy and who sang that. And I just remember myself being like during the show, just like freaking out. I also I went on for Davy one time. Wait, did you really? I went on once, and it was the best experience of my life. It was super fun, except for at the end, I literally. <laughs> um, um, okay, Jack and Kelly are kiss. Uh, Jack and Jack Kelly. <laughs> wait, Jack, wait a minute. Oh, oh. I Catherine. Thank you. Wow. Hey, were you in your Was I? I don't know anymore. You need to cut it. Um, No, Jack and Catherine, Mm -hmm. um, they they are kissing at the end of the show and are making out. And the line that breaks, there was vamping underneath the music. The line that breaks them up is, hey, Jack, so you in or you out? And they're making out. And I'm standing there. And everyone's starting to look at me. And I'm looking around. And I'm like, what? What? Oh, hey Jack! Um, you, you in or you you out? <laughs> this yeah. Davy likes to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this Davy in the corner being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> I guys think the keep show going. went over like by a minute that day. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was like in the audience for a couple of because it was at the end of the run was when Damon was in it. So I I got to see a couple of I know like you you guys were both like killing it, but there were. Do you remember this story? Because I, I can't tell it as well as probably someone that was on stage. But I was in the audience for the beginning of the show. Well, the whole show. But it was the part where um Elmer, he had a funny line. He messed up. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this was so stinking cute. And also, Corey caught saving the day. I'll never forget meeting him because he was absolutely <laughs> crush fresh. I know. Okay, so, like, can you tell the story? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't remember exactly what he said. What I do remember, though, is after he said what he said, it was during the card old coffee, right before that. Something, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is, what's the, do you remember the line? Okay, Damon, come in, come in the yeah, play. Yeah, thank you. Please okay. do. Producer was... Damon is sitting in on this whole sesh because he loves Giuseppe emotionally and physically. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he's also just got home. Um, can you tell this story quickly? Yes, so we were, it's, the nuns come up and they've already sang their stuff and they're like, mm-hmm. Elmer, when are we going to see you inside the church? And <laughs> Also, thanks for that quick bro. Like, hello. Beautiful. <laughs> and Evan Catherine's act. Just didn't remember his line at all. Cohen Brothers, Evan Kasperzak. Just stood there. God well, bless him. The line is actually, he goes, I don't know, sister, but it's bound to rain sooner or later. And as in, it's bound to rain sooner or later. That's when I'll come inside the yeah, church. Right, I just right, want to be clear right, about what's right. happening. And Evan goes, like open mouth, just looks up at these women. And then, and then says, That's a good question. <laughs> And at that, this point. what you hear right now, yes. is exactly the noise that Claypot made. Just <laughs> and we because Elmer's like arm, someone's arm is wrapped around Corey, and Corey's standing there, dead ass center, being like, "The show is closing. My life's in shambles. I don't know." He's not really thinking that, but he's just like he just loses it. Yeah, and everyone on stage, I remember everyone turning around so quickly. <laughs> Everyone's now just backs to the audience, and they're just like giggling up and down, shoulders just shimmy shake shoulders going up. And out. Yeah. It was so funny. Oh. God damn. I loved I loved <sighs> seeing 
you guys do that show to the end? Because I think that there's a lot of like Broadway fans that see the last, uh, I was going to say the last episode, <laughs> the last like, you know, installment yeah. of a show when it's on the end of its run. And they think, they talk about how special it is. And then I was like, okay, like weird flex. Like you guys have a lot of feelings. And then I went and then I was like, oh, I get it. Mm -hmm. Like there's something so beautiful about seeing like you guys were such a family family. Like even if you all aren't, weren't best friends or like really, really, really close on stage. Mm -hmm. And like the friend, it just looked like so much fun and everybody was having a good time. And it was just like, oh, this is nice Mm -hmm. to see. It's a very positive first experience to watch me be with somebody that was in that show but also to experience um from like just coming to new york and then everything after that i was like oh i wish they were all like that yeah like i wish they were all like that kind of fan yeah and i think that was also i mean part of the appeal of the show it was just Mm -hmm. like you know such camaraderie and it was such a beautiful story being told of like the underdog winning and everyone loved a story like that but also like the fact that the fan base knew the names of the ensemble members, and I'm talking like their character Every names. Every single like, one of us. Race, like, buttons, da 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 And I was like, how does that happen? Mm. That doesn't happen in other shows. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, what was your... When you were driving the train in Hello, Dolly, <laughs> what was your character name? Did you make one up? I'm, I, I made one up. I think my name was like Maxwell. Imagine if Maxwell had a trading card yeah like that's what newsies right literally that's exactly what it was yeah Yeah. i remember there was like an app because i was full disclosure i actually can tell you this because Mm -hmm. i don't really talk to any of the other ones um (laughs) i i was like very into newsies like as a like a fan girl person not to the extent that i think that other people were like i didn't have a tumblr like chillax but but for the record damon is making a beautiful face (laughs) i'm not okay okay but i did like it so when he was like i'm gonna audition i was like okay (laughs) i was like like, okay sure like you're you're not like them like they're good like thane jasperson like you wish Mm. and so when he got it i was like oh shit he's like really good at dancing um so when he got it i got to go to the twins i don't know if you were there i don't think you were at the taco tony night and it was the night of the tonys what year was this like 2014 i think um and we were at their houses and i had been following dave and jacob guzman for like years on instagram because of Mm. newsies and all these things and i was like I've got to unfollow them so that they don't know that I've been following them. Oh, no. Like that's a thing. It doesn't exist, by the way. Like right. no one, no one can backlog when you liked their photo in 2012. Like no one can do that unless. And if you do, you're weird and stop. Just yeah. Um, so then I unfollowed everyone that was at that party so that I could then follow as if I just organically met them. Congratulations on like. How? Because I was so self-conscious of being like, they're going to know that I like this shit. (laughs) They're going to smell it on me. (laughs) I'm a fancy. And then then it was totally fine, and they were all really sweet. Um, But yeah, I had to conceal conceal that. For sure. Um, So you... Can you tell me a story of doing a show with somebody that you didn't expect to absolutely adore? Like, because you just did Hello, Dolly! with, like, Bette Midler. You've done all these shows with certain people. Is that who you're going to say? Speaking of, not... Uh, I mean, Bette Midler. She was phenomenal and fantastic also as a human being. And, and I literally brought her... Um, it was the first... We had just moved into our house here in Jersey. 
And it was the first time I had like a garden to play with. And so I decided to plant a bunch of stuff. And wow. I have a pretty green thumb. Um, and I grew a bunch of cherry tomatoes and I brought her a little box of cherry tomatoes. And the next day she brought back a huge bag with just like groceries filled from her farm upstate. Just like she had, she had a, a, a cantaloupe in there. She had like eggplants, just like a bunch of stuff, just like so good. And they were so rich. It was like, it was awesome. So you're telling me she has a farm? She has a full on farm. <laughs> upstate New York. Like. Batman a farm. Has a farm. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, Batman. Oh, no. That's not. Okay. Oh, that's your next show. That's cute. But the person I, I was like, wow, you are wonderful, was David Hyde Pierce. <gasps> really? Literally oh. wonderful. Like, such a kind human being. He'll still, like, text me sometimes on my birthday and be like, happy birthday, Giuseppe. Thinking about you, you know. I'm like, wow, this man. This man mm-hmm. literally showed up. For my bir- for my surprise birthday party, David Hyde Pierce. Mm-hmm. My mom organized this whole thing. Yes. And just like reached out to one of the ensemble cast members and was like, "Hey, can you get like some people to like come to the ballet studio after the show?" Right. And a lot of people showed up, and I was like, "This is so nice." And David Hyde Pierce shows up, and like gave me a hundred dollar bill and was like, "Happy birthday, Giuseppe!" <laughs> and I was like, "What?" Like Literally, he did not have to do Friday, that. Yeah, Dollar Friday. He'd throw in a $100 can bill you, every Actually, time. can you tell what Dollar Friday is? Yeah, absolutely. So Dollar Friday, uh, sometimes also referred to as Dollar Sunday, depending on the day. <laughs> um, they, Everyone in the theater puts in like a dollar or however much money you want into a bucket, but you write your name on a bucket. Mm-hmm. Some people do it with like tickets. I like the dollar version, like the writing on the dollar, just because it feels so it's fun. real. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. And so at intermission... <clears throat> Uh, one of the stage managers usually will just like reach in and grab one of the dollars out and you win the whole bucket if it's your dollar. Mm. So that's dollar Friday slash Sunday. That's fun. Yeah. Have you ever won? I, I won second place. Okay. Once. And it was awesome. It was like $70. I was like, okay. Ah, yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. And then I won, uh, uh, this bag actually my Hamilton bag Aww. from that as well they were they just had like extra merch and they were like we're auctioning not auctioning we're uh, raffling these off yeah like great that's nice yeah do you have like I mean you can't really name favorites cause you're like still in this world and you're young and like <laughs> you know what I mean like it's not your career's not over unless you want it to be in which right. case I can ruin it very fast um can you can you tell me a story of um like one of your favorite experiences working with like a director, choreographer, whatever. Yo, working with Andy Blankenbuehler was dope. Really? I'm not gonna lie. Like that <laughs> was so cool, and he was like, he was just a really cool dude. Um, as as a human, he's just like, and he gets this like look in his eye mm-hmm. when he's like creating or thinking about something, and everyone like the whole room just goes quiet, and he's just like looking into space in front of him, and you can just tell that he's like seeing everything play out in front of him like he can see it in his mind like what he wants to do and like who he wants to place where and he'll just like stand there for a second and he'll be like all right this is what we're gonna do blah, 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 and just like get it all done and i'm like wow. yo it's incredible and also like him as a as a human he's just so kind and his family is beautiful too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. god damn they're beautiful yeah just the whole <laughs> i know <laughs> um that's really so did you get to work with him when you were doing chicago uh hamilton uh, d- no, I don't think, it, it, during Cats. Oh, it was during Cats. Yeah, but he showed up, I mean, she showed up during Hamilton. Just to be sometimes. clear, you guys, 
Giuseppe was not in the film Cats. No. <laughs> he was not in that film. You were in the Broadway revival of Cats. Yeah. Which, how long How long was that on Broadway? It was... Damn, it was only on Broadway for like a year and a half. Which is crazy to me, because like the first time it was on Broadway was so, 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 so long. It was in the Neil Simon, right? Yes. Yeah. Because um, I remember when they were putting up the... Um, the the marquee for like mean girls and stuff mm. it was across from you i absolutely freak out when it comes to singing harmonies i hear someone sing a different note than me and i assume i'm wrong i've always looked for a better way to train my ear and give myself more confidence in my harmony singing ability now i get to tell you about my new go-to app harmony helper playbill features writer ruthie fireberg calls harmony helper a lifesaver for auditioning actors BroadwayCon star and Harmony Helper artistic advisor Rob McClure has called the app a game changer for the musical theater industry. Harmony Helper will help you develop the skills to harmonize using the newest tech available. With Harmony Helper, I can literally scan a sheet of music with the camera on my phone, and the app does some kind of witchcraft and maps out the harmony parts. It converts each line of music to audio, allows you to control the playback volume for custom control over your learning process, and then this, this is the crazy part. It provides real-time feedback to let you know if you're singing your part correctly. Take the rehearsal room into your own hands with Harmony Helper. Download it in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. How, what's your longest stint doing a show? Uh, Hamilton right really? now is, is that's been what uh, almost two years now wow yeah usually not the I same track though right uh Billy Elliot I no Billy Elliot I stayed for two and a half years not the same track no <sighs> I was uh Samuel Sieber in Chicago and then now I'm uh Charles Lee on Broadway do you have like a Hamilton story where you like hurt yourself or might have hurt someone else or like just I, I mean, endless stories. Endless <laughs> stories hey, from every Broadway show. Oh, yeah? Like, damn. At Cats, someone ran into my cavity and broke their nose. Got a free nose job from it. Um, at okay, girl. Hamilton, uh, I, I mean, I got a labral tear myself in my shoulder um, from, you know, just working. And mm-hmm. then other people just like, yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not an easy business. Like you yeah. show up and you have to show up and show out eight shows a week. Yeah. It's not, you, you show up once or you like sitting behind a desk and you get carpal tunnel. No, this is like, you miss a flip, you break your head. Yeah. You know, it's um, constant thinking about like, okay, I can't do this to my body cause then I right. won't be able to do it tomorrow. Right. And it's live theater. It's live theater. We, this is crazy. I think the news reported on this at one point, uh, Bette Midler, uh, someone called, I guess someone called and yeah, someone called the, the set cue wrong. And essentially the house underneath was like turning and then the set on top came down. And so it just hit like right on top. And Bette Midler was in the house that was like turning and she just like heard everything crash on top of her and just like started running off stage and she like fell on the stage and it was just like a whole debacle. And I was like, I was literally two feet away from her. It was insane. Uh, but you know, it's live theater and that's literally a quote that I can take from Bette Midler on stage during the show. (laughs) Not scripted, <laughs> yeah. but you know, she, she would mess up sometimes and that's okay and that's incredible and honestly, the audience loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I and feel like they really kind of love that stuff. Yeah, they love that and, and, and she's just like, it's live theater, folks! You know, the crowd erupts and it's insane. Yeah, uh, yeah but you know, people, people get hurt all the time and, and Shit happens. Yeah, you just gotta take care of yourself. Yeah, you gotta take care of yourself. You gotta warm up. You gotta cool down. You gotta be an adult. You know, you mm-hmm. gotta you gotta be conscious. 
you can't just show up to the theater expecting not to get hurt. These are not <laughs> things, by the way, that I think you... Cause I, and I didn't go, but correct me if I'm wrong, Damon. Like, I don't think that that's something that... Because I didn't go, <laughs> but from what I understand, it's not something that they teach at musical theater school is like literally what you were just saying of mm. like, you physically cannot exert like when you you know when you do your class showcase or you do you know six shows of something and then you're like I did it you know there's something so different of like if this is your job you are doing this maybe for a thousand performances for some people Mm -hmm. so like it's it's actually really interesting you should bring that up because I've had this conversation with my parents before and my parents both come from the ballet world Mm -hmm. um, and they were both like professional ballet dancers and now they're both ballet teachers but they'll be calling me sometimes and they'll be like, Giuseppe, it's 12 o'clock. Why are you still asleep? And I'm like, well, because <laughs> um, I'm tired and I wanted to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go do my stuff. And they're like, oh, why, you know, why aren't you like doing this or why aren't you doing that? And I'm like, I, I'm doing eight shows a week. Yeah. What you guys were used to and what I think the ballet world is used to is like doing 30 shows. Like that's a pack of shows yeah. that they do and then they have like two to three months off mm-hmm. and not doing anything except for taking class taking care of their body you know doing yeah. all that rehearsing for a new show whatnot mm-hmm. but this is like you're consistently doing the same exact movement mm-hmm. eight shows a week you sleep on one side consistently you're gonna get like a neck issue you well know that's I mean? why one side of my face is not as droopy as the other <laughs> and famously I stand on my left side in photographs if you notice like this side looks great Giuseppe this side <laughs> This side is, like, lower and sadder and oh, no. perhaps should get work done. But, like, anyways, yeah, I, like, my face is, like, mirror, mirror on this side and so I'll stand on the other. So, yeah. I, what I'm trying to say is that we're the same and I We're it. entirely the same. Yeah, is that when I stand on the left side of a photograph, when you do eight shows a week, it's the same It's thing. absolutely the same thing. <laughs> um, but, okay, so, like, and again, not to say that I do exactly what you do, but I just did my play for, like, I think five performances and I called Damon afterwards and I was like I'm emotionally exhausted because I wasn't dancing in it but it's like me talking for an hour it's like a very it's a monologue it's very emotional and 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 funny and all this stuff and I was like it was really hard to do it back to back to back Mm -hmm. I had two show days like like I was like I was freaking out because I had two shows in a day and he goes you know that's like what I do right Right. and it's it's, it it is so hard because you're like I didn't realize mentally trying to like prepare yourself before Mm -hmm. and then you have to cool down after the show and you have to like wind down oh yeah which for me takes a few hours and people always want to see you and then they want to like take pictures with you and then you got to sign autographs that's part of your job which is so nice you feel bad because like people are literally standing outside for like 30 minutes waiting in the freezing rain or cold or whatnot and Mm -hmm. and you know Myself, I'm upstairs, like, taking my time, taking a shower, and trying to wind down, stretching out, rolling out, and then I walk out the stage door, and I'm like, nah. oh, shit, I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know, but... No, but you don't yeah. have to be sorry, and, and I think that that's something that, like, people that stage door need to understand. It's like, mm-hmm. it's okay, you're taking care of yourself, that's literally, like, part of your job, so, right. like, respect it. I get that you have to wait, and you've paid a lot of money to see it, but... It's going to be fine. Like, they still care about you. Mm. You're not an asshole for taking a shower, you know? Um, But, yeah, so... It's just... It's so much. Yeah. I'm exhausted from... so hard. Broadway is hard! (laughs) Um, That's a Josh Lehman quote uh, from when he did that little vlog thing. Okay, so... 
we've reached the end of the show where we play short story. And I know, I know, your face, every time I say this, people go, oh, I don't know, it's a game. It's not. Um, it's kind of like an improvised thing uh-huh. where I will shout out a word to you and you will have two minutes to tell me a story that reminded you of whatever I said. So I could say green, Damn. and you could literally be like, okay, so when I was growing up, da 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 The green grass. You don't have nice. to, you don't even have to say the word green. You don't mm. have to, like, do any of that. It's Amazing. just kind just of relate, like a fun two-minute, yeah. Beautiful. And then you'll give me a word. So oh, I can great. go first, or you... Two whole minutes? Two whole minutes. I have to talk for two minutes? Yeah. All right. Okay. Do you want, you want to go first? Yeah. For sure. Oh, you're so game for anything. Okay. Um, actually, your word is green. Damn, green. Um, This is so much harder than I expected. Actually, Mm. mm -hmm. Um, I was a kid at at one point, of course, and (laughs) I I was on a field trip with my whole class in Switzerland, um, and I was like nine years old maybe. I went all the way to the top of a mountain, and I don't remember the name of the mountain, but it was so stunning Mm. because... Everything around me looked like a painting. And you just had the grass, which is green. Thank you. You had the grass and you had the cows on the grass and they were eating. It was was just like, it it was so stunning. Like the whole atmosphere of it. The sky was like clear blue sky. It was sunny. Just seeing everything like that was absolutely amazing and insane. And I love Switzerland and it's beautiful. Oh, you did it. Yay. Yeah. Um, that's beautiful. I really like that. Um, okay, so do you have a word in mind for me? Grace. Uh-huh. Your word is uh-huh. hoops. Hoops? Okay, so famously, I cannot play basketball. Okay, so I... <laughs> there's a video of me playing basketball. I was trying really, really hard to, like... Oh, my God. Daddy problems. Um, Just really wanted him to love me, and he was the basketball coach. And so he was... I know. It was, like, middle... I think I was in elementary school, and there is no shit. You look at me now, and you're like... Even imagining me with a basketball is fucking funny because you're like, oh, so you think you're Space Jam. Cute, cute, cute. No, no, no. I literally, my best friend Molly was like an amazing like athlete and we're like seven years old and we're playing this basketball game and I'm going to physically do this for you and describe it at the same time because you deserve to see this. Um, I have the ball and a girl looks at me in the middle of this game and I'm like, oh my God, I have the ball. I know, I know. I'm like, I'm like dribble, dribble, dribbling because I'm so short and everybody is so much bigger than me, even at seven. And I grab the ball and I start like, do you know the office episode where Stanley's dribbling the ball and he's like pushing the other people away? Like the saddest last draft pick of whatever the sport is. Just hitting with the palms of the hand. Truly, but I'm like, I'm dribbling two hands directly in front of me like I'm having a baby. And I'm literally like trying so hard and I'm like pushing and pushing and pushing it. And then she goes, hey, I'll give you a dollar if you give me that ball. And I am a true capitalist. And I was like, oh, for sure. This is the best business plan I've heard in years. I'm seven years old. And I throw her the ball. They score. (laughs) Is it scoring? I don't know. She makes a basket hoop and then she wins the game and my dad looks at me. (laughs) So sad. The other team, this is, by the way, Church League bullshit rec league, mm-hmm. and I was like, I had the championship in the palm of my hands. Like, I was literally so stressed about it. Damn. And he was like, you let me down. Um, and that's, oh. you know, where I get a lot of it. He's dead now, so it's whatever, but how much time do I have? Okay. Um, and that's the end of my story. Hoops. Amazing. <laughs> hoops. Hoops. Dribbling them hoops. Oh, God. Well, thank you so much, Giuseppe, for yeah, coming. absolutely. You're I fantastic. I... 
I will always root for you every time you book a show. We we try to at least just be there because you're so good at what you do. And whatever you do next, tell tell the world what you want to do next. Oh man, uh, I want to I want to yeah, I want to direct and cinematography and you know all that. That's, you want to create. I want to create. I want I'm I'm ready to create. And I think this is like a thing that I've been um, starting to figure out since I would turn like 19, 20. I was like, what is my passion? What do I want to do? Hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, so you're going to do out. that. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. So we're going to link everybody to all your stuff so that they can passionately follow all your hit stuff. Me up. Hit, hit him up, but don't, don't be weird. Okay. Don't, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> don't, put it, don't put it in me. Don't, don't, don't put, put it, it in me. <laughs> and one time, there's more. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.